Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? Hey, hey, you out there, y'all listening? Coming to you live from behind enemy lines of Chirac, Illinois. What's good, fam? How are you guys doing out there? Great to see you guys out there on this Tuesday, the 24th of January. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I got I got stuff you need to hear today. I hope you guys are going to hang out with me today um, and spread the word real quick. Do me a favor. Grab the link. Drop it into your favorite social media. Tell everybody why you're here listening because I got some stuff <clears throat> that you guys definitely need to hear today. So... Um, a lot of, um, a lot of distractions out there, a lot of stuff, um, getting thrown at us left and right and just constant, constant, constant stuff. Um, and I'm still, I'm working real hard to try to bring you guys something different. You know what I'm saying? Cause everybody's going to talk about the, whatever Trump tweets about or whatever the, the story is of the day. Of course, the mainstream media will cover it too. So what I've been trying to do is bring you different things. And if you want to talk about specific topic or something like that, you know, I'll pick it up in chat or whatever, comment real quick, but that's kind of what we've been trying to do guys. So I appreciate you all today. I got a lot of good stuff. Um, Catherine Engelbrecht had a locals, uh, live stream last night, uh, about an hour long, uh, talking about true the vote and everything that they've been through since getting out of jail and going through holidays and new year. Um, just God bless them so much. Um, you know, for standing up and they, they, they could have easily have just rolled over and not, uh, taken the, uh, the punishment of jail and they didn't. And I think that should say everything you need to know about Greg and Catherine. That's the last time I'm going to say that. Um, if you see people that are, that are attacking them and you see people that are, that are allowing themselves to get involved into the, well, look at this. Well, look at that. Have you seen this? Have you seen that? And if, if you see that stuff, just unfollow and walk away, man. S start culling your own social media, please. Stop listening to those people. If you see it retrieved into your, into your feed, if you see it pop up into your feed, find out who put it there and get rid of them out of your sphere of influence. Because coming into the next six months to a year, you're going to really need to dial in. Um, how, we're all going to need to dial in um, how we fight through this propaganda war because it's going to get worse. 
it, it's not going to get better before going into the into the election. It's going to get worse, and so um, we're going to have to be on our game, guys. And so if you can start dialing in your sources now, if you start seeing stuff that is just constant drama, constantly attacking other people, constantly, oh, what did you see? What Abe said over here? What did you see? What fucking so and so said over there? If you see that stuff, man. If you see me get involved in that, call me out. <clears throat> call me out. Say, hey, <clears throat> don't do that. And remind me because I'm probably going to need that reminder myself. But let's all work together to try to to stop with this crap, man. Because it, it is just it has gone from petty to worse. Really, it's pretty pretty freaking pathetic. But anyways, it's great to see you guys all working your way in here today. I appreciate you all very much. Like I said, lots of stuff to get to today. We got Carrie Lake back in the news. I want to talk more about the Arizona's uh, hearing that we talked about yesterday. The most important news topic from yesterday that really nobody talked about. It's going to get big. I'm telling you. I, I, what did I tell you about Brunson? What did I tell you about Mueller? <laughs> I could go on and on. I don't go out on a limb and tell you that there's something more happening here in Arizona than meets the eye, and I still think there's stuff coming in Georgia. I don't know, man. There's just – this stuff takes time, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, every time I have hope in a lawsuit, I get let down too. So, you know, I'm not uh, – I'm not uh, too – I'm not – you know, um, telling you that it's going to turn out the way we want to. I'm, th I'm saying that we need to keep an eye on it very closely. And the mainstream media doesn't seem to want to talk about Arizona. So I'm going to, again, Catherine's in the news. We'll talk about Catherine and her, her live feed last night. More election integrity news today that, is, that has uh, kind of been, again, shuffled underneath the rug. We're going to talk more about the positive things happening in election integrity when everyone keeps telling you nothing's ever going to change or all hope is lost. Uh, if you've been listening and paying attention, you wouldn't say that in my chat. Anyways, we got that stuff going on. And then a lot of other just interesting topics from throughout the world that I think we need to touch on, especially, especially this, this drop about um, Pope Francis posthumous book. I have actually the whole original thread uh, on Twitter that shows the original um, writings from the book and then translates it for us. And I, I'm telling you right now, I kind of want to spend as much time as it takes to go through that. To be completely honest, um, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about uh, uh, Pope Benedict the 16th, and um, and it's just interesting that this kind of stuff keeps coming out. So we got that in the news today. I want to cover as much as that as possible. Um, let's see, what else? A uh, little bit of Ukraine. What was this? Oh, yeah, a little bit of stuff there. And then kind of some random stuff. And then we'll check in with breaking news throughout the show as well. So I appreciate you all hopping in and coming in to hang out. Do me a favor when you get a second. Go to uncensoredave.com, bookmark the website, and you can find everything you need over there that you need to get a hold of me, all about uh, where the podcast is, um, <clears throat> previous shows. You can watch the show directly from the site. Um, merchandise is still on my list. Um, I'll get to it. I got, I actually, I have improved. I have improved on my merchandise task right here. I have, I have t-shirt ideas. <laughs> Some of them have already been taken, but I don't care. There's no copyright on t-shirts. Is there? I don't give a shit. Some of these I've, I have, I have had written down for like two years and uh, some of them are already out there, but I don't give a shit. They're going to be putting into the uh, Uncensored Dave store as well. So whatever, deal with it. I don't give a shit. Um, it, they're, they're all great. Uh, they're, they're not, it's not what you think. Anyways, so um, Telegram, True Social, Twitter, Gab, and Facebook links are at the very top of the website. The podcast, how you can find that. Just search Uncensored Dave. You'll be able to find that on all the platforms. I hear that Apple Podcast has stopped carrying my feed. Yes, they have. It's showing 283, 284. Or is it just backwards? It might just be that. 
uh, Apple Podcasts is dumb. You would think, right, that you go to the Apple Podcast thing and the newest one pops to the top, right? Right? Very simply, no, we don't we don't do things that way. That makes too much common sense. 289, 292. What are, what are we on? We're on like 380 now. I think we're on 381 or something. What what we're on? Uh, oh, that was a lot. I've renamed that, of course. Um, three. So, hmm, I want to see if this is actually true because somebody told me that they went to go f- try to find my podcast on Apple and it wasn't there. Um, August seventeenth, August twenty fifth, October. Uh, so uh, looks like they're twenty twenty two. Oops, <laughs> sorry. Welcome to the live dig. I'm working. I'm letting you guys all go work your way in here anyway, and then we'll get to all the important stuff. Yeah, it looks like they're all here. Hmm. That's weird. So anyways, um, yeah, we go straight through. There it is right there. So it's just at the bottom. It's that is so lame, dude. So anyways, that's how you got to do that in the podcast thing. Cause it's cause you know, nothing makes sense anymore in the world we live in. If you want to watch the live show every day, through Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, Fox will D Live, Twitch, Rumble, Cloud Hub, and Tiger Network. And I started a new YouTube channel and I uploaded Friday's uh, pretty innocent show. And I got hit for online bullying and harassment and they took it down. So I guess I'm not going to be using the YouTube anytime soon, but at least I have a way to, you know, collate my favorite videos on YouTube again. Because imagine not being able to have a YouTube account. It freaking sucks, actually, because there is stuff on YouTube that's worth watching. That's the problem. God, it's just too bad they don't want people like us on there. Too much truth. Uh, previous two shows are always getting interesting stuff, all that. Oh, yeah, if you can help me keep the lights on, that'd be great. Bills are piling up, and I'm stressing. And I appreciate you guys very much for all you guys do with all the gold pill love. Twitch crowd has been been dialing in. Rumble crowd's been helping out. You guys are all been amazing. Thank you all for your love, support, and prayers. Honestly, the best thing you can do for me is just please share the stream with somebody. Tell somebody to come in and hang out with us. I appreciate you for doing that. But if you want to help support the show and help keep the lights on, cash at PayPal, Patreon, and buy me a coffee. How you can do that as well as mypillow.com backslash Abe. That's right. They got huge discount. Overstock sale, 80% off. Now's your chance to get something that you've been wanting to get for a while. Don't forget these cool Bible story pillows and them slippers. They change up the website often, so check it out when you get a minute and find yourself some really cool stuff you can help support the show, help support Mike Lindell's election integrity efforts, and get yourself some cool stuff. So there you go. At the very bottom of the website, you can find my email address, P.O. Box, and Linktree with all of my links. If you want to just bookmark that, you can do that as well. Thank you all for working your way in here today. I appreciate it very much. Very, very much. What's going on, Tiger Network? Tour3.com. Always lurkers out there kind of hanging out, and I appreciate you all very much. God bless Jim and tire me some cash and the rest of the crew over there. I see you guys uh, traveling and, and having fun out there, Jim. So God bless you, man. And thanks for all you guys do. I've been trying to amplify your guys' content and everything. So, man, we've been working as a good team uh, between your, your kind of crew and mine, man. And I appreciate you very much, dude. People don't realize all the hard work that uh, Jim and everyone else does behind the scenes in this fight. He, uh, he is a, a strong digital soldier in this fight and has always been a strong Christian. And I'm glad, I'm glad to call Jim Watkins a close friend. Much love to you guys. I see you guys out there. Uh, Jane, how you doing? Twitch crowd. You guys are working your way in here today. Uh, angry. Is that angry Poe? Why can't I read red? It's too bright, man. 
several others over there on Twitch crowd uh, working their way, lurking in. I appreciate you all, Jane. I hope all is well. Chris, God bless you. Thank you for dropping all links. D Live crowd, a couple out there lurking and listening. What's up, Dr. Jeff? Welcome to the party, pal. Good to be good to see you out there. Thanks for being here today. And of course, the best crowd of all. Pill.net, that's right. I said it. The best platform out there right now. If you have not checked out Pill.net, you are friggin' missing out, man. There's going to be a lot of stuff where you're going to be like, okay, next, 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 next. But there's always great content, and all of the OG Anons are basically here. So if you want to check in with us, figure out what we're all about, spy on us, all whatever you want to do, there's plenty of agents out there and Glowies out there too. So, you know, join the party. <laughs> RP4L first in the house, Ventmore. Good to see you out there. Thank you for the sticker. Uh, appreciate it. Are you out there? Are you listening? Polidius, of course, always out there dropping the links. God bless you, sir. I appreciate everything you do as well. Ventmore, RP4L. How you guys doing? Bitch Tori's in the house. How are you? How's the cats? Hope all is well. Knock my socks off. Uh, PJs and who cares? Several others out there lurking and listening as well today. Thanks, guys. Uh, Donga. Donga Donga. I am worried. How is you? I have breaking, um, as of right now, not far from where my sister is, Texas girl out there. I mean, you've been in my thoughts and prayers all afternoon. How are you? Is everything all right over there? This is not far. 17 second video. As a massive tornado striking Texas, um... Looking for a feedback from you, sis. <clears throat> You're here, so that's a good sign. Yeah. In Houston. You're okay now? How far was this from you? Because I know it wasn't far. <laughs> I know it wasn't far. Uh, tornado emergency issued near Houston. A bunch of damage reported all around the area. Um, you can see the uh, NWS Houston with the radar showing here. A, a sick line coming through. And then right behind it, all kinds of tornadoes popping. Um, hopefully, it's going to settle down there for the rest of the afternoon, sis. Uh, um, let me know what you guys are hearing. Um, here's some more of the live coverage, sis. I don't know if you've seen this out there yet. A lot of damage along this street, Bayway, running right through Baytown, and that is a ruptured gas line. Uh, they have it blocked off. Baytown Fire, Baytown Police are here, but I'm not sure if you can see it, but there is uh, the burned out shell of what used to be some sort of structure, whether it was a building or a home, I'm not sure, but we do know that it has burned. <laughs> he first said we, we this wasn't a tornado. I don't think this, this wasn't, hasn't been called a tornado, and then the city of Pasadena says tornado damage. Southeast Harris County. So, yeah, I've been thinking about you. I saw this breaking, what was it, about an hour ago, sis? Um, so, yeah, 15 minutes from you? Wow. All right, so what's it looking like? Well, I tell you what, I'm just going to, while we're on this topic, and I'm hearing that there's still a lot of severe weather out there um, all over Louisiana area as well. Um, so let me just take a look in on the radar real quick here and see what we got going on out there. Let's see here. What do we got? Yeah, we got uh, Tulsa, Springfield, and uh, Wichita with snow. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, let's see. Where is the stupid freaking layers? I hate HD. Uh, if I knew where you were, I would have stopped the last show. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. So uh, let's see if this reloads. It's not reloading. What the hell? Hmm. All right. Well, I guess we use this one then. Ah, oh, shit. Well, anyways, <sighs> I just closed it down. A lot of flooding too. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Let me just take another look in here and see what we got. There's that line now headed into Louisiana and there's all kinds of tornado watches up this whole area in yellow from Louisiana to Pensacola is under our tornado watch right now. Um, we got St. Louis is under a winter storm uh, warning. Uh, four to nine inches of snow in um, in Montgomery, Illinois area, southern Illinois areas, uh, St. Charles, Montana, uh, Missouri, Montana, Missouri, um, all the way down to, let's see what we got down here, Wichita area. Uh, they are under a winter storm warning as well. Four to seven inches of snow for them. And darn it, it's just going to go just south of the rest of us. I feel so bad for the rest of you down there south of us. <laughs> it's nice and quiet here today. <laughs> it's like 33, but it's nice and quiet. Winter storm warning for uh, Champaign, Urbana area, up through Decatur, into Effingham, and uh, the rest of the area. They're expecting... Uh, four to seven inches of snow as well, all the way into Detroit as well. They're going to have some fun with this. Wayne County area expected to get six to eight, six to eight inches of snow. So, um, yeah, y'all have fun. Y'all have fun with that. Uh, so we might get some of this, you know, as it flows by, but, uh, yeah, mostly the worst of it's going to be down here, I think, with this. Uh, with this hitting. So it's interesting to see this weather pattern this time of year. Very odd weather pattern like this. Um, what's, the, what's, what's the temperature up in Seattle? Just curious right now to see what's, uh, what's coming our way after all this. What's going on in Vancouver area? 42 in Vancouver area. And then here's this. Here's the... Arctic air here, six degrees in Winnipeg area. That's supposed to drop down pretty heavy, uh, if I remember right. Um, let's see what. Let's see how far this. Because uh, I hear that this Arctic thing is coming. Uh, they're saying we're going to supposed to get another dash of this fun for a while. So yeah, it looks like going into Sunday for Central Wisconsin area. A high of 10, a low of 4, and it gets worse till further notice for um, central Wisconsin. If you come into uh, our area here, central Illinois, um, let's see what happens on the temperature there as well. I want to see how far, how low, how far south this is going to drop is what I'm looking for. Pretty much the same thing. Sunday, 18, low of 9, and then getting worse down into a high of 10, low of 2, going into next Thursday. Uh, how about Nashville area? How lo how's the temperature going to look there over the next week? How low? How far south is this cold front going to go? Texas, you might want to get the uh, the snowmobiles or uh, your snow shovels out. Um, <laughs> this might be coming next week. No, it looks like um, 
Looks like for Nashville area, they're going to stay in the 50s. So it's not going to go too far south, but it'll probably sit in this area for a while. So looks like we're going to have the fun. There's your professional forecast uh, <laughs> for the day in the upcoming month. Cold coming. That sucks. This looks like it's going to be a shitty uh, beginning of the February. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, when all my fun starts to happen as well. So I'm going to need your guys' prayers going into February. February is going to be a very tough month for me. So if you can, over the next month, keep me um, in your daily prayers. I'm going to need them. It's, and even just, you know, recently it's been tough. But um, but I love you guys very much, and I appreciate you all for being here. Um, just here in Pasadena, Animal Shelter was destroyed. They're looking for help. Oh, wow. Uh, that's terrible. Jeez. Um, let's see. PJs is out there. Good to see you, PJs. Yeah, I'm looking for the uh, green comment on it's supposed to be the first week of February, like about the fourth, third, fourth of February is supposed to be the best viewing last I saw, but it's maybe around certain areas around the first week of February, first, uh, first day of February, excuse me. Um, thank you all for the subs out there. <clears throat> if you guys have, um, if you get a chance, check out. Don't forget to check out. You can be uh, a monthly subscriber, kind of like Patreon. So if you want to move your Patreon over to the foxhole, you can um, not send any money over to Patreon anymore, and you can uh, move over here. I'm going to make an announcement on my Patreon after this uh, money hits to tell everybody to move over, <clears throat> move their um, subscriptions over to here, and um, so have that coming on. All right. Um, let me just check in with Rumble Crowd. Hey, Rumble, how you guys doing out there today? Great to see you guys out there. Sonya's in the house. Much love. Good to see you out there. Um, and uh, the usual lurkers over on Rumble as well. Much love. Appreciate you guys. All right. Um, let's see here. From here, let's go into um, a couple videos here for you. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Antifa. Tucker's been on fire. I can't do it much better. We've all, we all know about this, but this is very well done again. I want to give Tucker another shout out. Here you go. Check it out. Is anyone going to ask what Antifa is? Who leads this group? How many more riots do they have to lead before the New York Times gets interested and does a five-part series on what is this? Who are these people? Who pays for this? Where do they stay at night? What's their background? Give us some news on Antifa. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States, and we know nothing about them. Why? Because they're aligned with the Democratic Party. But they're telling you the real threat is rural from Yep, <clears throat> completely agree with that sentiment, Tucker. Over years now, just from. Oh, man. I hit, um, all right, so I'm testing my stream deck um, to change how I mute myself so I can have it right here in front of me. And, and um, 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to go back uh, to when I write about when I hit that. Uh, sorry about that. So much for testing my new Stream Deck mute button. That 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 went well. <laughs> That's why I don't is, test is shit live. Ask what Antifa is? Who leads this group? How many more riots do they have to lead before the New York Times gets interested and does a five-part series on what is this? Who are these people? Who pays for this? Where do they stay at night? What's their background? Give us some news on Antifa. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States, and we know nothing about them. Why? Because they're aligned with the Democratic Party. But they're telling you the real threat is rural voters with AR-15s, assault weapons. You must disarm Republican voters. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> disarm? Why don't you go ahead and disband Antifa? Go full RICO on them. Let's find out who their leaders are. Let's see them in jail. Then maybe you can tackle street crime and then pay a little bit of attention to the drug cartels that control the southwestern United States. And then maybe at that point, you will convince some people to register their AR-15s. But until you do that, up yours. Marjorie Taylor Greene yes, represents yours in the Congress. She joins us tonight. Congresswoman, this happened in your state. I'm just amazed by how little we know. There's this militia that kind of floats around America. And when needed, they show up and start burning buildings and flipping over police cars, and no one knows who they are or who's paying for this? How can that be? Well, Tucker, you laid it out just perfectly. And I think, honestly, America is sick and tired of Antifa. Look at what they've done over years now. Just from 2020, they're responsible for nearly $2 billion in damage and many people dead. But the war is against the police. And the reason why is because Antifa is the ground troops of the Democrat Party. Not only are they the ground troops, they breed them, they raise them, and then they bail them out of jail when they get arrested but they never get prosecuted. And that's because, well, we know the truth. It's the Democrats in control, and it's the establishment, and it's the unelected bureaucrats that make no apologies for their support of Antifa. Well, it's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist, because they need to be taken apart. We need to investigate exactly who they are, who funds them, and then we need to make sure that whenever they come out and erupt in violence, attacking police officers and attacking businesses in cities like my, my city, uh, in Atlanta, in Georgia, we need to make sure that they're arrested and charged with domestic terrorism charges, just like the GBI did this past weekend. Enough of Antifa. They are not the anti-fascists. They are the fascists. And they always show up and, and they, they defend Democrat, Democrat causes. Not only do they attack police, but they defend the drag queens targeting our children with drag queen story time. They, they go after people when they're not vaccinated and demand they get vaccinated and wear masks during the so-called pandemic. But enough of Antifa. We've, we've had it with them, and it's time to do something about it. Yeah, that was kind of a tell, I would say. This is the anarchist group that's for vax mandates. <laughs> tell me how that works. Is that, is that in the anarchist catechism? Vax yeah. mandates? Yeah, yeah no, just I don't like think they're so. environmentalists trying to stop a police training center. We're not buying it. It's too funny. <laughs> Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, thank you so much. Thank you, Tucker. MTG on fire and absolutely now in it. Who funds... This who funds well 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 if you've been watching if you've been listening then you know the answer to that question 
Do you not know the answer to that question? Does anybody not know who funds Antifa? Let me pop up my Discord real quick here. Let me see if I can find. It's probably gone. But let me just real quick see if I can find that original document that I had. I know I have it on my hard drive somewhere. Let's see here. I got a lot in here. Uh, let me go the very, let me go a long way back. Um, let's see here. FBI admits keeping, FBI admits they don't keep track of Antifa, Antifa violence from October 1st, 2021. Um, Hmm. I got a lot in here. I'm trying to find there's a specific document in here that I have that I would love to get to you guys. Otherwise, I wouldn't take this much time looking for it. It's worth your it's worth your wait if I can find it. Oh, man, I can't find it. It's probably gone, man. I'm going to have to search my hard drive for it. I'll drop it on my social media tonight. I got it on my hard drive somewhere. Huh. Dang it. I thought for sure I had it on there. I don't, I can't find it. All right. I'm going to find a, a document that you guys need to see. Um, a, a, um, a deep dive into Antifa, their funding and the rest. Ah, JD Rish. How are you? My friend nailing it. George Soros, a special place in hell for him. Is there not? Marla, great to see you. Sorry about the sound problem. I Yeah, I'm testing my stream deck. I'm trying to change the way I mute instead of muting my soundboard and missing it with my finger half the time when I go like this and look away and I miss it. <laughs> um, I want to I wanna put it so I have it right here and then I can mute and unmute, except for it's muting my desktop audio instead of my mic. So I'll have to change that. I've been playing around with all kinds of shit, changing a bunch of settings and stuff and trying to get... Um, this, this program to be even better than it is or better than it is. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Um, who cares? How are you? My friend, Evans Joe, my bro dropping shades. I mean, great shows recently, man. And keeping a great crowd, man. Yet I'm very impressed with your audience, bro. Paulie dropping a ship on me. MTG said they breed them. Yes, they do. Poipus full in the house with a cookie and vet and more. Thank you guys for the gold pill love already today. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate y'all. All right. Um, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine. I hope you guys will have Catherine's back the way I will. And if anybody comes at me, you're going to see. So... Um, and I'm pretty much done with the people going after Craig, after Greg too. Um, so that's where I stand and you can call me a government agent shill all the fuck you want. I don't know them better than I know anybody else, but I know, I believe I know where their heart is. I definitely know where Catherine's heart is. And, um, you know, she wouldn't have Greg by her side in this fight if it wasn't for no freaking reason. Anywho, listen carefully lawsuits ever since 
but even then it was more i don't know like one law firm sued and it, it was it was it was a kinder gentler sort of lawfare uh, now in the suits that we're in you see seven eight law firms dogpiling in uh, briefs that are you know four or five hundred pages long it, it's it's and of course what that does is certainly they apparently have no you know no bottom to the deep pockets they're pulling from for their lawyers to spend that kind of time and, and energy putting a brief together but then it requires that we and our team goes through every single line by line by line and answers and refutes and and, and it's it's designed to distract and to stretch resources and uh it you know it's and you have to fight and not only do you have to fight but you have to get ahead right now we are on defense we're in a defensive posture in the lawsuits that we're involved in that will not be the case uh going in for the next few well it'll be the case for probably the next few months and then after that some things are going to change because we have uh, some offensive lawsuits that we are working through now that i dare not speak too too much more about but that we're, we're going to leave a mark and so we're going to go on offense and that will be a, a very good feeling uh to to see happen and in fact the thing i'm most excited about particularly with one of the uh sort of framings of the suits is it's going to give people who have been impacted an opportunity to participate and I'm very, very, um, I'm very encouraged about about that and how that will, I think, feel for people who are sick of sitting on the sidelines and wanting to have their voices heard. This is going to be a great vehicle to do. You guys hear all that? <clears throat> uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for people who want to be heard to potentially join in on a lawsuit. I cannot wait to hear more do about that. it. So lots of things in the lawfare area and maybe giving them back a dose of their own medicine but um where we are with the cases okay here we go this is the this is sort of the recitation okay from this point she goes through about i don't know six or eight i can't even remember how many exactly but a bunch of different cases that have been filed against them ever since we dared to bring the truth about conic to the public and Connick's relationship with the with Department of Defense contracts and China and Chinese servers holding um, very important voter roll information um, on their their servers, um, and not to mention poll workers and the rest. Um, the last, I, man, I wanted to give this about uh, ten or fifteen minutes. Um, We're all conventions because you guys need to hear feel like this. we wanted it to but the argument is still very much there and must 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 be heard otherwise guess what you know and we do this all too often right we we focus 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 on the aftermath of an election and then if it doesn't go our way just kind of pick up your dolls and go home but the problem doesn't get fixed it doesn't get addressed so we're still on that and and the process that maricopa county is following must be evaluated and right now they're doing some of their, uh, some other entities have begun to do those evaluations uh, in, in, inside of uh, Arizona government. And of course, you've got great representatives there in your, in your House and Senate. So there's going to be good legislation coming forward that's also going to help. So there's a lot of good reasons to be encouraged, even though it was just a nightmare. Um, 
funny little meme about Stacey Abrams. Um, sweet people saying that you're praying for us and thank you. We pray for you guys. I mean, you just don't, it's just, you're our heart. This is, you know, this is why we do this. And as, as um, difficult as things can be, then you get an uplifting note or you get, you know, a, a sweet phone call. And it reminds us that we're all in this together. And, and, you know, any, any one person that takes a step towards election integrity that participates in some way, it just changes the course of human events. It just does. It takes all of us. And, you know, we're doing our thing. Y'all are doing your thing. We're all in it together and all together. We are more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And things can come together more quickly. Uh, we just have to begin, you know, more consistently rowing in the same direction, but we're getting there and it's going to be a process and that's okay. It's, it's expected to be. And, and in that way, it's more sustainable because it's come up organically, it's grown up, the roots are strong, and that's what we needed. So we're gonna be fine. Okay, um, Texas allows names on rolls to exist for at least two federal election cycles, four years, so cleaning is greatly delayed, no way to keep it current. So that's, a, that's and that was from True Federalist, and that is um, uh, true, it's four, four election cycles, which usually works out to be more like six years when you finally you know, get down to the, to the bottom line. There's no reason that our roles shouldn't be cleaned on a real-time basis, particularly that before an election. It exists that the 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 resolution of identity, residency, and citizenship exists in real time every day, all day long in private industry. There's no reason in the world why why our country does not um, adopt similar practices. And maybe that's something that in the coming year can that can be taken um, taken taken more seriously. It, you know, we all can, well, maybe not all of us on this call can agree, but most of us would agree that ERIC uh, is, and that's, if you don't know what ERIC is, it stands for Electronic Registration Information Center. And it is a um, nonprofit organization that has right now sort of this, this monopoly on states and cleaning their, and, and offering maintenance services. But as you can, and they, I think they're now in like 32 states, uh, as you can clearly see from the from the quality of the data in the roles in which the, in, in the states in which they represent, they're not doing a very good job. So what are they doing? Well, I submit that they're using it to vacuum out data to fulfill their their other political purposes. There's no other reason. Otherwise, why wouldn't they be doing um, a better job? So you think about, OK, well, let's let's get rid of Eric. OK, but then what you what do you replace it with? You know, the saying nature abhors a vacuum. If you pull something else, what? What falls in its place? Now, there are, there are absolutely um, solutions at the ready to, to help to keep those roles clean, but they ha you have to be strategic and purposeful in the way that you go about it. You're going to end up with a bigger mess than we have right now. Keeping our roles clean is the number one thing we can do. Good data in, good data out, bad data in, bad data out. Yes, are there problems in the middle of all of that? 100% yes but it starts with the roles. So that's gonna be something you're gonna hear uh, more about from 2020, from 20, in, our, in our planning for 2023, Texas, and it's keeping the roles, um, keeping the names on the roles is a federal standard. 
problem is, it, as bad as that may seem, and it's bad, the problem is that, and, and it's, it's a federal standard to keep them on for two election cycles, unless they are given indication otherwise that, that a record is um, unqualified. And that gets all the way back to citizen challenges and, and the value of, of citizen engagement. So there's, there's a lot of ways to look at this. There's a lot of ways to approach it. And we just have to be systematic about it and intentional. We also have to get out of our own echo chambers of just about talking about the problems. That's that there's a level of value to that. There's a sentinel impact of knowing that the roles are a mess, are a mess. but you've now got to deliver that across the finish line to the counties to, to make a change. And that's a, that can be a heavy lift, but what other choice do we have? We have to do all that we can in that regard. So um, yes, absolutely. It is greatly delayed and it's, it is mind-numbingly frustrating, but there are better ways to keep things clean, and that's what we should be looking for in the days ahead. Um, super nice, just welcome backs, which is all super nice. Um, appeals court, okay, this is life, fortune, honor. Appeals court reinstates Fulton County counterfeit ballot case after Georgia Supreme Court confirms voter GA has standing, and that was written in the Tennessee Star. I know that was a mouthful, but you can Google it. Go Google voter GA and you'll see. There's one of the things that's been coming from, from voter Georgia. I'll see if I can find that. I saw that break, I think, yesterday. No one talked about that either. Another very important. I told you more was coming from Georgia. They have been uh, in the fight trying to get access, to gain access to ballots. And they have weathered storm after storm. And now they've been given a favorable opportunity by the courts to, in fact, have access to those ballots. So kudos to them for just sticking with it. And, and they're, they're doing a lot of putting out their own content right now. So you can find a ton of stuff on them. Uh, also, Tennessee Star is a great um, online publication that's doing a lot of good work. So Tennessee Star, here's things to remember Google, to Google with. Tennessee Star, uh, Voter GA, in Fulton County. You'll see everything you need. And they're doing a great job. Okay. Somebody that said they were late. It's okay. We forgive you. Um, yeah. All the stuff that Raffensperger did. Yep. That's all true. Um, are your, are our lawyers being pressured to drop representation? Um, let me tell you now our current legal team, they are fierce and I wouldn't trade them for anything, but it is very difficult to find um, to find capable, strong, strategic attorneys in this space, and that is uh, no surprise because uh, the 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 haters have set up organizations that are doing nothing but targeting attorneys that take on election integrity case, cases and trying to get them disbarred. It's like its own movement, and I wish I could remember the name of the group. I think it's called the. Somebody in, somebody in the in the chat will know it. I think it's called the 16, I don't want to get it wrong. I think it's like 1676 Project or something like that. But it's basically a bunch of attorneys that are just going and filing sanctions and not sanctions, but um, bar complaints against other attorneys just to try to throw them off so that they won't participate in these kinds of discussions. This silencing is, is shocking in its scope. So while our attorneys, our team are rock solid, the pressure and, and are they under pressure? Yes, absolutely. Are are but but more broadly, are other attorneys that would otherwise be involved um, under pressure? I mean, it's it's intense, and 
it's just going to be intense because we have to keep fighting and you know it'll work its way out okay um we have four minutes left in this election integrity palooza uh some let me see let me see um a sweet note from little acorn this is lots of people want to help with what you're doing including me thank you and good good counsel there email us at action at true the vote we're trying to put forward more ways to have hands-on um, experiences but frankly the best thing you can do is pick up the phone to the party or candidate of your choice or to your county and say, I want to serve in elections. Where can I serve? And then don't stop until you are plugged in because one call is almost never going to be enough. Three calls is generally not. I mean, you just have to keep at it until you get plugged in. And I wish there was a more efficient, elegant way to ex explain how to, to jump into the, into the fray, but there's not. You just have to brute force it, get yourself involved, and your eyes will be opened and you will be um, making a meaningful difference in your own hometown. And that is the best of all, because if we all do that, then everything seems to turn out okay. Um, a bunch of sweet just comments. Thank you so much. Uh, Mark Elias is funded by foreign and domestic billionaires with a link to the MG show and all the talk with about Arabella and the masterful research that they did. Um, so I'm going to read this out. It's, uh, it's uh, mgshow.link backslash Arabella, A-R-A-B-E-L-L-A. -L -L -A. They really were at the, at the tip of the spear on breaking out how Arabella was connected. It's really important to kind of see the money networks and understand how it works. It's by no, it's no accident that, That these lawsuits are funded like they like they are and that they are as um the scope is as large as it is because they've, they've got big 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 dollars behind them um and uh and then it looks like trump or mel who is um melody jennings from clean elections usa who i mentioned earlier hopped on the, the thread at some point so that is good and with that i'll just stop uh and say thank you thank you all for joining us and i will be back again next monday night with more shock and awe in the wonderful world of election integrity and all things that are going on here um be encouraged there's a lot of good work being done and until we meet Meet again. God bless each and every one of you, and God bless America. Over and out. <clears throat> All right, there's that link out there for you guys if you want to watch the whole locals. Catherine, um, <clears throat> God bless you and everything, and all your team, and everything that you guys all do out there. Um, just amazing people. Um, all right. Good news. Alabama secretary of state officially announces state's withdrawal from failed and corrupt Eric voter roll system. This came out today from gateway pundits, several other news sources, but I was the first one that I could find. Here are those Eric states. And this is, uh, basically the, a way to manipulate voter rolls. So we are trying to, we're trying to get a push on any state that has Eric in it to, um, to push, to get rid of it. And, um, uh, so very interesting showing, let's see, founding 2012 members were seven. Those are in dark red. Interesting. And then others under contract 24 are the rest of the red. 
these are the ones, the other ones that are on, under contract with um, Eric, and then canceled this year, Louisiana, and now you can add Alabama to that one as well. <clears throat> so lots, lots still happening on the election integrity front. A lot of people saying nothing's happened, nothing's ever going to change. Stuff's changing every single day. Laws have been changed. Lots, lots, lots happening. Carrie Lake, um, after we discussed yesterday the Arizona lawsuit, I'm telling you there's more coming from Arizona. Let's keep a close eye on it. I'll definitely keep a close eye on it for you guys. Uh, Carrie Lake was on Bannon yesterday, and I want to let you guys listen into what where she's at with all of this as well. Uh, the 29th, is it? Yeah, to the 20th, Sunday the 29th, she's having a rally in Arizona, and then on Wednesday the 1st is when the court case is supposed to uh, be decided in, in um, Arizona. So we'll see. Out there in the Senate, the brilliant Wendy Rogers had testimony, I guess, from Shelby Bush and others that now looks like can be added to your court case, I guess. To get, get up to speed, just general, the overview of what happened yesterday, because I want to make sure everybody understands the fight for the governorship of Arizona is far, far, far mm-hmm. from over. Carrie Lake is the legitimate right. governor, the governor of Arizona, and we're gonna we're gonna win this in court. Walk through what happened yesterday, ma'am. Well, they started an election committee in the uh, Arizona Senate, and led by Wendy Rogers, and she held a hearing yesterday to talk about some of the major issues. And one of the issues that uh, Shelby laid out was this problem with signature verification, mail-in ballots. The only way way to secure them and make sure that they're even close to being secure is through a strict uh, level of signature verification. And Shelby Bush has analyzed so many documents and her team has and basically laid out that they don't have any signature verification. It's a complete joke. I'm going to look down at my numbers. And they basically looked at what happened in 2020. And in 2020, 421,000 ballots failed signature verification. And they still have that exact same system in place going into 2022, which caused a major problem. She showed all kinds of examples of blank boxes, no signatures being thrown in and counted. If you don't have a signature on the envelope, you can't count that. They showed blatant examples of problems with signature verification to the tune of hundreds of thousands of ballots that were counted that had egregious failures when it comes to signature verifications. One of the experts said with 99.999% confidence that 290,000 bad signatures were accepted in the 2022 election. Now you add this to the 300,000 ballots that we know had no chain of custody. And then we talk about the slog files, the system log files that they got a hold of and talked about how bad those tabulators are. None of the tabulators were compliant due to all of the errors. It's just outrageous what was laid out in court. Uh, They talked about how fast they would have had to, if they would have gone through and actually done signature verification, it would have required them to verify a signature, one signature every eight seconds working overtime. It's humanly impossible to do. Maricopa County is lying about this. And my question now, Steve, is why did the judge in our case not allow us to bring this part of the case into the trial that we had about a month ago? He denied us the ability to bring this kind of evidence in during our case. And I think because it would have blown the roof off of how bad mail-in ballots are. We're going to try. I think we're trying to get Shelby on for this afternoon to go in detail because what Wendy Rogers did yesterday was bring. They let people come forward and actually put hard evidence out there. Just the timing. 
Tell the people the timing. When, when, when do you guys argue? I know they're going back and forth. Both sides are going back and forth in court filings. When do you actually, when, what's the court date? When do you guys actually make these arguments at the appellate court? Well, it's so confusing because people don't, you know, they, they think of like, you know, filing a, a lawsuit and it's wrapped up in one day. You know, we filed in the appellate court. The de- defense already put their motion in. And now today we are replying to that motion. February 1st is when the appellate judges will take a look at all of the evidence presented. And by the way, this coming Sunday, we are holding a rally, a Save Arizona rally here in Arizona. You can find out more about it at savearizonafund.com. We want the people of Arizona to show up and express how important it is that we have honest elections so that we have a country going forward and freedoms going forward. So what? Give that again. Where do people go? Because everybody's talking about this rally. Where do? Where, what times are going to happen? Where's it going to be? And and uh, and where do they go on the website to find out more? Okay, you stumped me on that one. We're in the in the process of planning it. I believe it's during the day, but you'll have to go to savearizonafund.com. I've got my team okay. planning that. I plan to actually be over at Dana Point as well for this big Republican vote. And uh, doesn't mean we're not following our case. Our, well, we're we're putting out our reply today in that case. Let's. Let's let's talk about that for a second. We've got about two minutes. You're going over to the RNC winter meeting uh, with uh, for Harmy Dillon. Uh, tell us what's going on there. You know, we just need a change of of leadership. We had such we have such an amazing movement here in Arizona. In my campaign, we have a movement of mothers and fathers, suburban women, suburban men. Um, Democrats followed us and voted for us. Independence, the biggest movement we've ever seen in Arizona. And there's not a darn reason we should have lost, but the RNC has not been supportive. They have not been involved. And they've really turned their back, in my opinion, on the grassroots. And to see Rana who I've always been kind to. Hasn't Ronna trash talked to you a little bit, ma'am? A lot. Acting like we uh, we put forth bad candidates. We put forth the best candidates I believe Arizona's ever seen. And I'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back. I'm the first Republican gubernatorial candidate who stood with we the people. We the people with common sense America first solutions. Talking about securing that border and bringing action to that border on day one. Re, uh, reforming our elections. I wasn't afraid to talk about the tough issues. I'm the only governor's candidate probably in the country with a plan to end this chronic street homelessness, to bring an end to the scourge of fentanyl, to reform our schools so our kids have the option of getting trade skill training and vocational training. My policies were solutions that all Arizonans wanted. And for Rana to come out and say we have bad candidates in Arizona is so tone deaf. Pull your head out of the sand and look around. Nobody wants the establishment anymore. They want America first candidates who are going to do something to help Americans. Carrie, how do people get to uh, get to you on social media? What are your coordinates? Carrie Lake, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E. You can find me on all of it. Get her. All right. So there's Carrie. Here's the Sunday, January 29th. Um, they could have, yeah, it would have helped. Um, when? When, 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 when? Um, I'm not sure. Um If they could, if someone could get uh, a note that she could put the uh, 
website up and verify the time so we can get that out there and get that uh, promoted for Saturday the 29th rally in Arizona for Save Arizona Rally. That should be very interesting. A couple other things just real quick, and then got to pay some bills if you don't mind. Vote by mail experiment fails entirely. Half of the ballots are still unaccounted for. This dropped on the Western General on January 24th. Delighted by the outcome of the explosion of mail-in voting in 2020 election, California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom signed AB 37 into, into law the following year to make it permanent feature of future elections in the state. The so-called Voter Integrity Bill, AB 37, allows the state to send mail-in ballots to every active registered voter. <clears throat> California, man, it is almost coming to a point. We're literally almost all hope is freaking lost with you guys out there. I don't know how they keep getting this stuff released, man, but or uh, passed, but yikes. Um, so, boy, I'll tell you what, um, California's got a long way to go before uh, anything happens positive over there, it seems like. I don't know what to say. If I were you, I'd definitely get the hell out. <laughs> all right, let me say hello to you guys here in, ch in chat here for a little bit. Uh, second half, don't forget, we got... Um, the uh, Benedict the Sixteenth uh, posthumous book um, and a breakdown on Twitter with uh, translation. So I'm going to go through as much of that as I possibly can. That's what the plan is for the second half, and then a bunch of other interesting stuff. We'll also check in on any any breaking news that's happening out there as well uh, throughout the next hour or so. So thank you guys for being out there today. Um, just real quick, uh, let me just do check in real quick. Deer Park, Texas. Uh, let's see. So that's all said and done. Uh, let's move over to Louisiana now as far as the tornado stuff. I'm glad to hear that. Um, uh, bomb threat at San Gabriel High School in California. School evacuated. Um, hmm. Here's a video, sis. Crown Electric. Um... Here's the 10 seconds of the Netherlands live cam just live before it lost power or tornado swept through. There's some uh, pictures of flooded streets there. Looking familiar. <laughs> and. So there's some of the initial um, pictures of the damage there in Texas, Deer Park, Texas.
so far seems to be safe over there in Texas area. Keep an eye out, keep a thoughts and prayers out there for, uh, for, uh, Louisiana and the Southern areas there. More tornadoes headed that way. A minute of your time to pay a bill, please stand by and we'll get into the Pope Benedict information just in, just on uh, about a minute away. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. All right, thank you all for that. I appreciate everything you guys can do to help uh, Mike Lindell and his election integrity fight, as well as uh, get yourself some cool stuff and uh, help support uh, the platform here as well. I appreciate you guys all very much. Over the over the Christmas holidays, uh, you're helping to pay the um, the the uh, uh, electric and. Uh, um, internet bill uh this month so thank you all for all that you guys have done with uh support through my pillow uh it does make a difference it does matter i appreciate you all very much yeah that was reed timmer uh storm chasing over there in uh in texas uh with a on, uh, first on hand uh video there of uh pasadena actually in uh area texas so Pretty good uh, to have Reed uh, give us an initial report there for sure. I just want to say, catch in with you guys here at the top of the hour and say hello and see how you guys are all doing out there. Everything okay? You guys enjoying the show here today? Everything going all right out there? Hope all is well. 
I appreciate you guys very much for being out there today. Z Patriot, good to see you out there, my friend. Jane's out there lurking and listening, and uh, who cares, as well as uh, several others. Thank you guys for being here today on Twitch Crowd. Much love. D uh, Live's lurking and listening, as well as mostly the Rumble Crowd's mostly lurking and listening. JRJR's in the house. Good to see you out there. As well as um, JD Rich and a bunch of others. The weather distraction from classified docs. The classified the classified docs is the distraction. I <laughs> think you got that wrong. Uh, that's the distraction. There's a lot of other stuff happening out that we talked about in the first hour of the show, and that's the important stuff that you need to see. So if you missed the first hour, uh, there's the stuff you need to see besides the distraction. Anywho, um, PJs, thank you for being there today. And everyone over there on uh, on Pilled working on your way in here today at the top of the hour. Thanks, guys, for being here today. Who cares? Average Joe Patriot, Paulie, Poipusful, and Vetmore. Thank you guys for the gold pill love. I appreciate you all very much. <clears throat> Thanks for lurking and listening. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, second half. What do we have? <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Stand by. I wanted to check in with uh, President Trump. Oh, I dropped the link I dropped out there was the 1619 project that um, Catherine Engelbrecht was talking about. So that's what that was. I'll get that link out there on social media as well. Just a reminder. Uh, President Trump, <clears throat> uh, truthing about the, like like crazy today again. He's on fire, uh, making everybody dance. Still hilarious to watch. And um, it's hilarious how he's able to... Uh, Really get people riled up, man. Uh, freaking hilarious, really. Uh, you got to love him for it. Just, I think he just loves trolling, you know what I'm saying? So about four hours ago, President Trump said, Mike Pence is an innocent man. He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. Um, that was four hours ago. And then um, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> You're going to put everybody into spin mode. Uh, with that one, and then he retruthed it like a, an, uh, I don't know, a few minutes later. It's pretty freaking hilarious. Anyways, a um, bunch of other good stuff about the Georgia call. There's the retruth of it. Uh, this two hours ago, despite the fake news, which is out in full force and weaponized corrupt legal system, the people get it. President Trump in this poll, which is Emerson College, which actually is probably one of the better polling ones out there. They actually do uh, non-biased polling. It's still a poll, so take it for what it's worth, but it's it's one of the best ones out there, Emerson College. Um, and they have Trump at 55%, DeSantis is 29 And then uh, Trump versus Biden, a plus three over the last, what, week or, I guess, usually. Um, 44% to Joe Biden, 41%. Oh, my God. It's that freaking close? Are you shitting me right now? Wow. That's crazy, dude. If you're an American patriot, says President Trump, who loves our country but knows that the 2020 election was rigged and stolen or even question what went on during this very traumatic and demoralizing period in U.S. history, you must immediately buy a fantastic book on the election and what we must do to win in 2024. It is entitled Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election, uh, written by Christina Bob. And I have, where did I put that? Right there. Uh, I have uh, a story lined up for you guys and a link to go with it as well. So President Trump highlighting Christina Bob's new book. We, I definitely want that on my list. Um, 44 to 41%. Seriously, man, we still got a lot of work to do. Um, and then about a half hour ago, Trump wineries for all the winers out there just won an incredibly <laughs> prestigious San Francisco wine competition. 
<laughs> For all the whiners out there, about a half hour ago, there you go. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, that is President Trump in full in full form right there. Okay, let's get to um my other screen, and let's talk about this uh, Pope Benedict book. Book, how's that sound? Director of National Intelligence to brief lawmakers on the hmm. Well, that's interesting. We'll see. I'm not con- I'm not convinced. I think the scandal is just shiny objects everywhere, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yesterday, an absolute bombshell was released, something completely unprecedented in the history of the Catholic Church. Seems like it'd be something to talk about, wouldn't it? No, let's talk about Ukraine. No, let's talk about classified documents. No, let's talk about... What do you got, bro? I got it. Come on. Thank you. What you got, bro? <laughs> you ain't had a taco until you had a Muffy's taco. <laughs> nice. Man, those look freaking, those do look tasty, bro. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, dude. Nice. Enjoy. I have uh, I have some leftover taco meat that I'll have uh, tonight as well. <laughs> My spicy tacos. They were delicious last night. I think I'll have them again tonight. All right, here we go. Yesterday, an absolute bombshell was released, something completely unprecedented in the history of the Catholic Church. No English-speaking news outlets have discussed it, and I believe we are witnessing mass media censorship. Pope Benedict XVI published a posthumous book. There's the uh, book there. The reason that it is so was so unexpected is because Benedict explicitly wished that the collection of writings would only be published after his death. Why? Quote, for my part in life, I no longer want to publish anything. The fury of the circles against me in Germany is so strong that the appearance of of every my every word immediately causes a murderous shouting from them. I want to spare myself and Christendom this. Germany, huh? Hmm. In his testimony, we hear things never before said by a pope, things never thought possible to come from a bishop of the Rome's lips. Instead of translating some of these bombshells myself, I'll just supply my non-Italian-speaking friends with the basic Google translation, and we're going to go through them. I'm not sure how long this is, I, but I'm gonna, I was going to read them all no matter what. So, Pope Benedict XVI confides in the book there were individual bishops, and not only in the United States, who rejected the Catholic tradition as a whole, aiming in their diocese to develop a kind of new modern Catholicity. Perhaps it was worth mentioning that the fact that in not a few seminaries, students caught reading my books were considered unfit for the priesthood. My books were concealed as harmful literature and were read only in secret, so to speak. Wow. The Pope got censored to Germany. What the hell's going on in Germany? Next passage here. 
Benedict XVI also speaks of homosexuality and the fact that there are gay clubs in seminaries running about the meeting that Pope Francis had convened with the presidents of all the episiocopal conferences of the world on the subject of abuse. Ratzinger underlines, quote, in the context of the meeting of the presidents of the Episcopal conferences of the whole world with Pope Francis, it is at heart above all the question of priestly life and also that of seminaries. As regards to the problem of preparation for priestly ministry in seminaries, we know, in fact, a vast collapse of the current form of this preparation. Very traditional writing style. Um, In various seminaries, oh, because it's the Google translation, so you got to kind of... In various seminaries, homosexual clubs were formed, which acted more or less openly and which clearly transformed the atmosphere in the seminaries. In a seminary in southern Germany, candidates for the priesthood and candidates for the lay office of pastoral referent lived together. During common meals, the seminarians were together with married pastoral representatives, partly accompanied by their wives and children, and in some cases by their girlfriends. The climate in the seminary could not help priestly formation. He then reports that a bishop who had previously been rector had allowed seminaries to be shown pornographic films, presumably with the intention of thereby enabling them to resist against their behavior contrary to the faith. For a pope to say this publicly, I don't think I have to tell you how unprecedented this is. For the record, the bombshell isn't finding out about this. Everyone paying attention knew this. What's crazy is a pope admitting this from beyond the grave, no less. The historical significance of this is incredible. A pope publishing these things, and yet not a single major American media outlet has commented on it. Commented on it. Just insane. Also, for those unaware... This is the third of the highly critical books of Pope Francis to be released to be released in the wake of Benedict's death. We are witnessing a monumental even uh, witnessing a monumental even in the history of the church, the beginning of an outright civil war in the church. What is occurring right now in the Vatican occurred 400 years ago. Europe would, un- if what is occurring right now in the Vatican occurred 400 years ago, Europe would undoubtedly be dragged into outright war. The question at the heart of this conflict is Francis a legitimate pope? No, he is not. The things that are currently underway in the Vatican right now are nothing short of ap- apocalyptic. I type this out as I gaze upon St. Peter's dome, terrified that the sign of the times are clear. Prophecies manifest. The end is near. I'm going to prepare an in-depth explanation on this substack tomorrow. If you want uh, uh, to be sub, I would appreciate. Yes, I would like very much, my friend. To see if you have published more on this today. Oh, crap. It's a subscription. I'll be honest. I'm halfway prepared to just name the name and explain the truly fucked up thing that had that happened yesterday in St. Peter's. There is much I would like to comment on. 
this, but it's late and I need to be up early. Tomorrow I will finish this thread. In eight hours, I will explain why Pro Benedict with, 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 was a flawed saint, why he resigned, how Archbishop Vagano was involved. God bless him. Vagano was one of the closest things we have to a prophet. The Vatican Bank and the names of those evil puppet masters at the heart of everything. Pray for the church. Fine, God. And remember that Christ is with us until the end of the age. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Um, just a little reminder. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and read this. Thursday, January 5th, LifeSite News. On the eve of Pope Benedict's burial, Piero Laporta, a retired Italian brigadier general, published a stunning piece on his own blog. This Catholic author, who previously lobbied to have Benedict participate and influence the controversial synod on the family some eight years ago, is now revealing that in the first weeks after the election of Joseph Rat Ratzinger, to the Popple throne in 2005, an official of the U.S. National Security Agency was bragging about the resignation of which H.H. Benedict XVI was, was of revered memory would soon be forced. If this is true, however, soon would have to mean almost eight years, at, that is, the time it actually took for Benedict to resign. Laporta is a retired brigadier general who worked for the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the Italian military. And since his retirement rights for multiple blogs and for different newspapers, collaborating with, among others, our colleague Marco Tassati and his blog, Stilium Cure. Laporta's January 3rd blog entry starts with the comment that he shoulders at the public displayed crocodile tears by a representative of the community of San Diego in, re in regards to Pope Benedict's death. In light of these tears, memories pass before my eyes, he added. Laporta then revealed that there exists a great Roman circle that is still active today that is more powerful than the so-called St. Gallen group, which has been historically opposed to Benedict. Laporta further relayed that in 2005, a, quote, leading delegate of the U.S. government who had his hands on Italian finances, where he is still active in Italian politics, unquote, and who, quote, was a figure in the highest ranks of the National Security Agency, unquote, was, quote, bragging about the resignation to which Benedict of a revered memory would soon be forced, unquote. This man, Laporta, went on to say he spoke with a nonchalance and with arrogance outside of his own circle about this matter. This Roman circle was reportedly dedicated to the slogans of God is dead and Jesus is fake news and was in panic when Benedict was elected. The St. Gallen Mafia, uh, Laporta added, was no joke, but it's mere fig leaf compared to this Roman circle that Laporta referred to as a dome of demons. It's not known whether this man who was at the time reportedly worked for the United States government actually played a role in the resignation of Pope Benedict XVI. However, for the sake of discussing the fullest narrative of this historic resignation, it might be helpful to report on Laporta's observations, making it a possible piece of the puzzle. Another piece of the puzzle could be the fact that at the time Benedict's resignation of February of 2013, the Vatican Bank was unable to function since it had been suddenly excluded from the SWIFT system and was thus incapable of performing necessary international transactions. 
as Giuseppe Narda of whatever that Catholicish.info reminds his readers today in his report on Laporta, Marizo Blondin had discussed this matter in Italian in 2015, right around the same time or just before the color revolution in Ukraine happened. Our government issued a color revolution of the, of the Catholic church. In light of Laporta's blog post, Blondette, a Catholic journalist, quoted Laporta and said that it was wise that report Laporta did not disclose the U.S. official's name. He then reposted his 2015 report titled Ratzinger could, could neither buy nor sell, unquote, which outlined the Vatican's 2013 financial problems with the SWIFT system, thereby implying that he himself sees a link between Laporta's report and his financial aspect of the history of Benedict's resignation. The third puzzle piece, which refers to the above-mentioned Sank Gallon Group, is that there might have been a conversation between Cardinal Carlo Martini and Benedict in 2012, in which the head of the Sank Gallon Group suggested to Benedict that it was time for him to resign. This story has been amply discussed by author Julia Maloney in LifeSite News covered here. Perhaps only further historians will be able to put together the fuller picture as to why a pope would resign, thus leaving the church in the hands of modernists who are out to undermine the core of the Catholic Church's doctrine and morals. Great assessment of the situation by Pontificator Max. Um, linked to it as well. Very interesting. Um, Amazon isn't letting people buy the book. They are freezing purchases, total damage control. Wow. Um, all right. So there's that. Now let me check this guy today. Oh, actually first, let me give you this, um, thread, uh, spread this far and wide. And, um, yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, did I miss anybody? Uh, I miss Tiger. All right. So there's there's that link. Now let's see if he has an update to the thread today. One of the best posters on the site is hosting a space. I'll be joining myself in like 15 minutes. Definitely join. <clears throat> Given that because Pope Benedict is, is a Vatican II Pope. Um, but. Um, I'm probably in the minority on, uh, I guess, our side of the internet sphere, but um, I'm not really, I don't know. I have a hard time believing that uh, Pope Francis is not uh, validly the Pope, um, but just historically speaking, there have been enough uh, highly corrupt Popes that it doesn't really shock me that we have another one. Um, and I will say that the, the different groups are a lot more complicated. Um, the reason that the so-called Benedictists, the people who thought that uh, Benedict was still the valid Pope, um, okay. are considered set of now would just be by default um, because if they thought that he was the valid Pope, then now they either have to say, okay, well, maybe Francis is now the valid Pope by default or else uh, there's just no Pope at all. 
Yeah. So well, it'll be kind of interesting to see where they go with that. Um, it's not a very organized kind of group, I guess. There's just some people who found that the most convincing position to have. And yeah. there's a lot of people, too, who somewhat like me uh, have a lot of loyalty towards more traditional Catholicism, but don't necessarily deny that Francis is the Pope. So there's a lot of overlap between different groups. I think that's where I am, too. Yeah, both of those um, camps don't believe that Francis is the the rightful heir of the throne of Peter. So, um... Okay, okay, here's a question, too. Like, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know a ton about this stuff, but like. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Now, let me just, I want to see if he's got a new, in addition to the thread that he had earlier, uh, they're, they're live in a, in a Twitter space right now. If you wanted to check that out, um, it's pulp underscore head. Uh, let's see. He does have an updated thread today. All right, let's check this this update uh, three hours ago to now draw even more controversy. If any of you want a crash course in the reality of what is occurring in the Catholic Church, I'll direct you to a couple of accessible resources, Church Militant and Michael Voris, V-O-R-I-S, uh, church underscore militant and at Michael underscore Voris have done incredible work in exposing the pedophilia and the homosexuality occurring in seminaries and parishes by corrupt priests. Priests, excuse me. Church militant is probably the most accessible and um, consistent YouTube channel for this. Interesting. 287,000 followers and allowed to stay on YouTube. Hmm. But I, I, I have one show where I talk shit and I nothing. Um, all right, so there's that. Uh, the only other YouTube channel I'd really recommend for this kind of stuff is Pontificator Max. Um, it's, it's amazing how... Oh, this is uh, his uh, Twitter gotcha. Okay. Um, John Henley Watson, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Now, if you really want to fuck your head up, <clears throat> you absolutely need to read Malachi Martini's book. Love you back. Disregard any slander you've heard about him. He was as legit as they come. You need to read two books of his, The Windswept House and The Jesuits. Speaking of powerful yet accessible resources, you should all read Demonic Foes by Richard Gallagher, a prestigious psychiatrist who was a professor of psychiatry in New York's medical and um, a psychoanalyst of the faculty of Columbia University. This book is powerful. It's powerful due to the fact that Mr. Gallagher is a renowned psychiatrist who for the last couple of years has been employed by the church to determine if individuals who are candidates for exorcism are simply mentally ill. Interesting. He was an admitted skeptic of the supernatural, and that's why he was first approached to assess the supposedly possessed before any exorcisms. His testimony is reluctant, grounded, and sober. He has nothing to gain by releasing this memoir. In fact, by publishing it, only opened himself to ridicule from the establishment. 
He explains that the vast majority of individuals who believed themselves possessed were simply mentally ill and in need of psychiatric help, but that few dozen cases of but that the few dozen cases of genuinely unexplainable cases were the result of something metaphysical. One of the best books for convincing a skeptic of the reality of the demonic, his testimony will scare you and indirectly deepen your faith. Interesting. The result of something metaphysical. But most of them are mentally ill. That explains um, the vast majority of globalists. Liberalism is indeed a mental disorder. All right. Um, so there's that. Let's check in with this church militant guy. What kind of, what, you got a short out here? What's a, give me a short. What do you got? Um, no, not really. What else you got here? Um, doing a Bob McCarrick interview. Interesting. The Bishop Strickland Hour podcast. So, yeah, he's got uh, some interesting stuff. I might check out the Church Militant a little bit later. But so there's that. Um, I was kind of hoping I could get on this guy's Substack. I guess not. Forget you, Pulphead. I ain't got any money. Ah, oh, I just closed one of my windows. Ah, hates it when that happens. All right, bottom of the hour. Let me check in with you guys and reopen the window I just closed. <sighs> oh, history, oh, history, where art thou history? Oh, it was the um, post-millennials. Um, Jack has been, has, was all over this. Um, he was one of the first ones that I saw um, anywhere around here talk about any of this stuff. So sh shout out to Jack Pasebic. Um Let's see. Let me just go through. I think it, it just goes through the thread that we just read, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, and then it finishes with Pope Francis has previously denounced pornography and called it the influence of the devil. In October, he said nuns and priests regularly watched porn and that it was a danger to the soul. Yeah, you can say that again. All right. Um, there you go. There's the update on what's going on in the Vatican. I'm, I told you I was going to watch that super close, and I will continue to watch it super close because... I don't know. Now you got Vagano in there, our brother Vagano over there uh, raising hell. So uh, not literally, but but tossing tables, that's for sure. He's out there tossing tables for sure. All right, how you guys doing over there uh, hanging out? Let me check in with you guys here real quick, and then we'll uh, check in on any breaking news out there, and then we'll get to the whatever I have for the second half. I don't even remember what I have for the second half at this point. News plot to be the platform by DirecTV. Yep, go figure. How you guys doing, Rumble Crowd? Good to see you all out there. Um, now does anybody actually watch Newsmax? I don't know. <laughs> uh, D-Li is mostly lurking out there. And uh, let's see. Got that out there on all the platforms. Who cares, News? Thank you. Thank you. Get that out there on every one of them. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Most of you guys just lurking and listening to that discussion. Belouche, what's up? How are you, bro? How are you? Good to see you out there, man. Sniped. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Golden Lady, thank you for the 500 gold pills. Belouche says hello, and I love you. 
Love you back, brother. Who cares? And average Joe Pauly, Pleepus Full, and Vet Moore with the gold pill. Love today. I appreciate you guys. Thank you all very much. Much love. Second half. Uh, let's see. What's going on? Let's see how there's any new weather stuff going on out there. Um... Uh, shooting in Vegas, tornado warning for Lake Charles, Louisiana until 545 central take cover. They say so Lake Charles, Louisiana tornado warning right now. Take shelter immediately in Lake Charles, Louisiana, sulfur, Louisiana, and Moss bluff, Louisiana until 545. What's up shit show. How are you golden lady? Much love. Good to see you guys out there hanging out today. Let's see. Anything out there in the news today? It's kind of been... I got some good stuff for you guys for the second half, but I don't know if I got a full hour of stuff. <laughs> Make it... I think I do. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Just an idea burns down Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, love it. Uh, GOP Center announces Pelosi act while it doesn't mention Nancy. It'll surely infuriate her. <laughs> Josh Hawley has revived legislation that would ban members of Congress from trading on the stock market. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Les Idaho killer met with police chief before murders. Email show. Sean Hannity dominates CNN's most watched show. That's nice. And son of the top Democrat lawmaker released from jail after paying tiny bail amount. Biden's new chief of staff reportedly had multiple meetings with Hunter, served on Joe's cancer charity committee, and is Biden's little puppet. Another garbage call out there. What's going on? Breaking 911. No one cares about press briefings. Literally, I cannot. It's just such a waste of time. Uh, U.S. and Israel launch massive joint exercise. What do we have here? Let's get the war drums pounding, huh? U.S. and Israel launch a massive exercise. Operation Friendship and Interoperability with uh, Netanyahu's military. I'll tell you what, that those two countries alone are forced to be messing with, you know, forced to not be messing with, I should say. Uh, there you go. So that's what's going on um, over yonder. Bill Maher blasts Democrats for pushing woke ideology. Okay, Bill Maher. 
Strings unleashed, cronyism, corruption, and radical leftism. Trump advisor Stephen Miller blasts new Biden chief of staff. Everybody talking about Pence today. Everybody's spinning it in every different direction you want to. It's this, it's that, it's that, it's this. And anybody who doesn't believe what I have to say is stupid and doesn't get it. So a bunch of those out there. You'll have plenty of those to watch tonight if you want. If you don't get what Trump's saying, you obviously just don't get it. It's just too, too stupid to understand, man. A day late and $13 billion short in New York's time acknowledges Ukraine is, is as a broken and a corrupt nation. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Vermont Supreme Court upholds non-citizen voting. Yay. That Utah plastic surgeon is uh, facing charges now. I don't know if you guys heard that for not giving the vaccine. Um, uh, let's see. Uncovered DC has got a great article out there today about the uh, what we covered yesterday with the Maricopa stuff. So good on them to, to highlight that. Central banks turn to gold as losses mount. Um, the 2024 election, the get out the jail free vote, <laughs> Biden or Trump could therefore literally prove to be a get out of jail free car for one or the other. <laughs> Sounds like a fun election. Jeremy Grantham doubles down on a market apocalypse coming, uh, battle tanks for Ukraine approved by, Oh, doomsday clock crap, whatever. U.S. gasoline prices continue to rise. Microsoft and Gigatech earnings preview is out there if you want to see that. After Priest exercises all demons from her home, Pelosi becomes a Republican. <laughs> New Babylon B out there. Classified documents found in Mike Pence's home, supposedly. I don't know, whatever, dude. Um... James O'Keefe confronts New York Times journalist Adam Goldman. I'm wondering if this is just multiple copies of proof of their criminality and uh, it's it's they're facilitating the cover-up, just like they stole the election for. Who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll find out. I don't have any... Um, I don't have any belief that um, a special counsel is going to get to any truth, I'll tell you that much. Um... 300,000 non-COVID excess death in the United States since 2020. Excess deaths, 300,000 of them. Um, yep, yep, everybody, Trump, Biden, Biden, Pence, they're, they're, all, they're all white hats, something like that. Now, that's the other... Uh, fuck. I spend so much time talking about just nothing that matters. Trump makes them dance so easily, dude. And it's they just, they just, they fall for the shiny object every time. <sighs> Holly introduces a bill to ban TikTok nationwide and Guinea dictator says he was ousted by an international plot. That's all I got for breaking out there right now. All right. Um, how much time we got here? Lots of time. Good. I got some good stuff for you guys here. Thanks for hanging out with me here today, guys. Rumble crowds out there lurking and listening. Much love. Appreciate y'all. Watch out for shiny objects. Oh, what's up, Brian? Thanks, bro. Thanks for the uh, resubbing over there on Twitch. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. You're a little late, but that's all good. I get it. Lots going on in the world. And I'm just... Never mind. Um, um, all right. What do we have? 
What do we have? What do we have? Let's get to it. Uh, drunken sailor, Republican Steve Scalise, uh, Scalise blasts Democrats for reckless federal spending amid federal debt fight. Uh, so that fight is starting. We'll see. We'll see. I, you know, yeah. Um, EU official threatens sanctions against Elon Musk for allowing free speech on Twitter. Left-wing elites are not happy about Elon Musk's Twitter ap- acquisition. While speaking at a World Economic Forum, European politician Vera Jarova threatened Musk with sanctions if he continues to allow free speech on his platform. <laughs> and what did he quote for it? Bunch of meatheads in the alt- uh, non- a non-community saying, yeah, this Digital Service Act is a good thing. Jarova claimed, quote, we have the Digital Services Act. We will have the code of practice as part of this legislation. So after Mr. Musk took over Twitter with his freedom of speech absolutism, we are the practitioners of freedom of speech as well. But at the same time, we cannot accept, for instance, illegal content online and so on. So our message is clear. We have rules which have to be complied with. Otherwise, there will be sanctions. New European legislation is even easier to uh, is even going as far as fining tech companies for what they'd consider free speech going unchecked. Euronews scarily reports, quote, a suite of new legislation, including the DSA and the DS and the DMA, Digital Markets Act, was signed off by the European Union Parliament in October of 2022 and is expected to come into force later this year under the new regulatory framework, which aims to protect the rights of online users and remove illegal content or disinformation. Platforms could be expected to be fined up to six six percent of their annual revenue if found to violate the rules by eu regulators here we go get ready she continued so i always like to combine decent communication and discussion and testing how far they can go under the framework of some sort of social responsibility so fucking pathetic. On Tuesday, Jarova garnered attention by suggesting that the United States will soon implement laws addressing what they deem as hate speech. That's why I was testing YouTube. I put the Friday show up on YouTube and it was immediately taken down and I got a copyright and I got a strike against me. So here we go. It's going to continue to happen. <laughs> She told the World Economic Forum panelist, uh, Representative Seth Moulton of Democrat of uh, Massachusetts, quotes, quote, what qualifies as hate speech as illegal speech, which you will have soon also in the United States, claims Jarova. I think that we have a strong reason why we have this in the criminal law. We need the platforms to simply work with the language and to identify such cases. Jarova also mentioned that in past years, European politicians and major technology companies used informal gentleman agreements and other methods of negotiation rather than legislation. Musk's management of Twitter has been strikingly distant from the restrictive speech patterns prevalent on Twitter and other major technology companies. In December, Musk stated new Twitter policies to follow the science, which necessarily includes reasoned questioning of the science. Indeed, it does. So... It's going to end up being that Musk is going to have to probably take on this fight and uh, fight for free speech for America to get EUs out of the pockets of Americans. And then what they're going to end up doing is going after the Internet companies and the rest. So this is going to keep a close eye on this because this is going to continue to be a fight, especially for platforms like ours over here at the Foxhole.app, especially for Rumble. 
Uh, those two platforms are going to be the ones, watch, that end up being the target for this crap. And yeah, then you know how that goes. I think Trump spends too much time putting shiny objects out there for people to look at that don't mean anything. That's what I think. So much important shit happening in the world. It's probably, he's he's, he's got to have a blast with it, I suppose. you got to have fun at some point in your life. You know what I'm saying? Iowa legislature passes historic school reform, providing the same amount of state funding for private school scholarships as to government schools, as you guys know, one of the foundations of my fight of activism for 20 years now has been school reform in the guise of school choice, especially for private schools. State funding should not be allowed to be stopped from private schools or public schools. That's how you bring competition back into the school system. It was one of the first solution-based ideas that I put forth for the Tea Party and others, and we fought very hard in the Tea Party back in 2010, 2008, 2009 to get school reform and through the guise of School choice. We have gotten a long way um, from where we were back then to the point now where it is pretty much moving to almost every state will move towards private and public funding of school uh, funding so that of taxpayer dollars so that it's not limited. Um, so, for instance, each family will get up to seventy five hundred dollars and ninety eight dollars a year as an education savings account for private uh, school tuition. They can use that for those as well as um, tuition fees and families can use the funds for specific educational expenses like textbooks, tutoring and other stuff, online testing and the rest. It's it empowers parents to allow them to choose what's best for their children and then empowers them with the money to do make to make the right choice for their children. It's a common sense solution that we've been fighting for for literally 20 years. And it's great to see as more and more states are starting to implement this all around the nation. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's really good to see, man. And I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, what do you got, sis? Uh, oh God, I'll check it out later. Um, uh, the schools, uh, the current government schools is a failed minority children dismaying often the hardly diminishing inequality private schools that have the funding to innovate can meet the needs of at risk children and allowing parents the freedom to pick schools, pick a school suited for the particular needs for their children, a better recipe for, uh, the success than one size fits all approach of heavily bureaucratic, bureaucratic sized government schools. So there you go. You guys having fun out there today? I hope you're having a lot of fun out there. I'm, I'm sure you guys are just, you know, laughing and having a good old time. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. God forbid, you know, someone try to help you out with information, stuff like that. No, we don't do that. What else do we have? Detroit man sentenced in life in prison. Um, what else do I have here? Let me just get through some of this stuff and see. Detroit man sentenced to life in prison for production of child pornography and sex trafficking of minors. This coming to us from just the real news. Uh, a, a Detroit man who was photographed his sexual assaults of a young child was forced an adult to engage in prostitution was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, in Detroit today, Ison was joined um, in the announcement by Angie Salazar, special agent in charge of Homeland Security Investigations from the, the Detroit Field Division. 
and Michael Patton of the West Bloomfield Township Police Department, Ryan Travis, R-Y-O-N Travis, 39, was convicted of production of child pornography and sex trafficking after a trial in July of 2022. Travis was sentenced today by the United States District Court Judge Bernard Friedman. Um... Found, searched his phone, found evidence of fraud, um, found explicit po- photographs of child sexual abuse de- depicting penetration. Um, they found an adult woman. What the hell? Um, and then when law enforcement returned to his home for a second time to gather additional evidence related to child pornography, they found an adult woman chained at the neck to a pole in the living room. Investigators learned that multiple women lived in Travis's home and he considered all of them his wives. Travis arranged commercial dates for all the women. When one of the women tried to leave, Travis forced her to continue engaging in prostitution by placing a chain around her neck. West Bloomship Township Police Department and Homeland Security working together on this investigation. Interesting. Ukraine news today as well. Um, Ukraine dismisses key officials in anti-graft purge. This was interesting as well. I don't know what to make of this, and everyone else has the has all of the answers to this one as well out there. Um, Kiev on Tuesday announced the dismissal of a dozen top officials in its biggest political shakeup following the country's major corruption scandal linked to the Russian invasion. Ukraine has long suffered an endemic corruption, you think. But government efforts to stamp out the graft has been overshadowed by Moscow's war, they say. Um, presidential aide Mikhaila Podol, that person, said President, President Vladimir Zelensky had focused on key priorities of the state in dismissing the officials, which included the governors of regions that have seen heavy fighting and deputy cabinet ministers. So... I don't know. It's almost as if, to me, it seems as if Zelensky's consolidating power. But I don't know. Um, so anyways, four different high-ranking officials stepping down or being released from, uh, <laughs> being dismissed today, I guess is the right word. Uh, let's see. The entire state house is on trial, the largest bribery case in Ohio history. I saw this ringing around a few different places. I don't know where the hell this came from, but... Um, six months, let's see, this came on January 20th, six months of the federal prosecutors won on a corruption conviction after Cincinnati city councilman. Oh, we covered this. This is the cover that a long time ago. All right. So that's the Cincinnati city councilman one. Yeah. Um, U S Marine runs, runs towards gunfire, applies life-saving aid in Waikiki shooting. A U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant Ahmed Issa, rifleman of 3rd Battalion, 3rd Marines, was in the back of a bar when he heard loud popping sounds sent the room into chaos. At first, Issa didn't understand what was happening, but he then yells began at the mob frantically herded towards the back exit. He understood. He did not intend to be in the bar. An hour earlier, he left the local restaurant, decided to walk down the street. Um, he said I was there three minutes. What else? What else? What else? Uh, ran towards the shot, pushing down people to cover. It was hard to tell what was going on. I thought someone was trying to come into the bar with a gun. I ran out of the bar as the first gunman shot a man on the sidewalk at close range. 
The man fell to the ground, and the first of two shooters sprinted to a waiting vehicle. The wounded man was lying on the sidewalk um, to Issa's left, and the, as the second shooter located Issa's right, began firing frank, frank, frantically at the downed man. He was shooting sporadically towards me, but at the man, most of them, the rounds missing the guy. He wasn't aiming. He was moving quickly back towards the car while shooting, Issa said. Seemed to happen slow, but the whole thing happened in seconds. I immediately turned my attention to the victim on the ground. At the beginning, when I saw everything get down, I heard shots. He said, I got that. Okay. Applied pressure to his torso until the man came over to help and... um, took off the shirt, created a tourniquet, and saved a life. I think uh, it, it, this is like an extended, long uh, long story. Jeez. Um, so there you go. Uh, it's a graduate from the U.S. Marine Corps Officer Candidate School in October of 2022. There you go. Hey, golden lady. Uh, let's see what else. Um, prostitutes prowl Seattle streets with hamstrung police watching helplessly a block away. Um, this is in, uh, let's see, where is this? Seattle where there is a bunch of video of, um, prostitutes all along the street. And this guy just kind of like pulls up and says, Hey, are you guys okay? What's, what's going on here? Hey, you guys know it's not safe out here, right? Huh? It's not safe out here. Yeah, it is. Are you sure you want to be out here? Yeah. You're not really worried about the police, though, right? No. Like, literally, there's an officer right there. Where? Like, right over there in that parking lot. Okay. They don't arrest you guys or bother you guys? Unless you need any help. Just what? I don't. I'd like to help you guys out. Give me some money. For what? Yeah, I, I mean, Give me some money. I, I have police officers here. I just want to see if they're trying to help you guys out. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I see what you sent me now. <laughs> These people just never give up, dude. It's just, I mean, the obsession around 107 was almost to the point of, like, frantic, pathetic women. That's how bad it was, dude. You can't beat the view. There you go. Yeah, that was me. I got a sign with uh, guarding his car. Make sure nobody touches the car and this lady over here comes up and just starts all over. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, I've been in this car. I'm like, God damn, excuse me. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, for all of the um, the um, housewives or, or women out there that are missing something and, and need JFK Jr. to really keep their hope alive, boy, I, I feel really bad. I really, really do. You know, it seems like um, there's something else happening that you should probably focus on, I think, 
other than JFK Jr., it's probably more internal in, in, in inside of you. And I hope that you can con- come to a point finally where you realize that you have been duped about JFK Jr. With my, with my deepest heart, I hope that you're able to finally see the truth on that. DOJ hits Google with an antitrust lawsuit over an ad market calling for a corporate breakup. From what I hear on the ground on this, this is the DOJ being like, yeah, we're going to go after Google. We're going to get them. See, we're, we're good. You, we're, 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 we're completely legitimate. Uh, and then we have uh, financial crime. Why are you sued? Former Hidalgo commissioner sentenced 20 years in prison for Bible conspiracy. That's the last one we talked about. BNF bank fine, $190 million, 190, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coinbase, the rest. Yep, it's nothing new on FCCED. Uh, let's check in with the Department of Justice to see if they figure out how to do justice yet. I'll wait. Two former Arkansas sheriff deputies charged with federal civil rights offenses for use of excessive force. Even though they were very bad and they and your life was threatened, officer, you can't do that because cause, cause criminals have rights too. Colorado businessman pleads guilty to tax evasion. Two defendants indicted for civil rights conspiracy of the FACE Act. Offenses targeting pregnancy resource centers. Uh, Justice Department shuts down a Louisiana tax preparer. Uh, tornado might help do that today. Justice Department sues Google of monopolizing digital advertising technologies. That's hilarious. Digital advertising. That'll break them up. Virginia family sentenced for a conspiracy of a years-long forced labor of Pakistani women. Former energy company executive pleads guilty to her sentence for $15 million investment fraud. City and the county of Honolulu agreed to improve paratransit for the people with disabilities. That's a Justice Department one that I really needed to hear. And then, of course, four Oath Keepers found guilty of seditious conspiracy related to the U.S. Capitol breach, even though they did not prove, they could not prove advanced seditious conspiracy. And then you have the same meatheads out there that like to play all the kayfabe game trying to say that uh, the Justice Department's case is obviously solid and they were obviously legitimate and the Justice Department is really there to try to to try to get to the bottom of justice. It's really kind of sad to watch, actually. It's great to see you guys out here always, as always. Last couple minutes left in the show here today. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. I appreciate you all. The shit show. Thanks for the cookie, my friend. I appreciate it. JC Bird, thank you for the shades. Bitch Toria dropping some shades on me as well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you all very much. Belushi, Golden Lady, who cares? Average Joe and Pauly. Thank you all very much. 45, 46 gold pills today. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you all very much. Let me go ahead and get the gold pills out there for you guys here today. Thanks for hanging out with me here today, as you guys do every day, Monday through Friday. Five Eastern, four Central. Rumble crowd has been great today. Thank you all. Please hit the plus button on your way out. Please, please, please. I appreciate you all very much. Like I really could use the support and prayers and help share the stream about trying to figure out why we're trying to do over here. Give people different perspectives on things like the Justice Department isn't actually trying to get to the bottom of January 6th. And the people that have been indicted on January 6th are victims of this. Simple minded out there. So many of them. 
shitting on people when they're down. It really pisses me off. In their little bubbles of false reality where they got it all figured out and they're the smartest person in the room. Don't criticize Trump. You got it. And with that, I want to say much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.